Diane Daniel here with the Deville Buzz Podcast, coming to you live from the Blue Rose Art Bistro in downtown Douglasville, sponsored by Enjoy Life Cleaning Services and the Blue Rose. And I am blessed and privileged to be here today with the one and only Mr. Trent North, Superintendent of Schools for the Douglas County School System. Welcome. I'm excited, nervous, but thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate your transparency. But there is nothing to be nervous about. We're just going to have a conversation, and our community is going to get to know you a little bit better. On the Deville Buzz, we invite influencers in the community to come out and talk with us a little bit so we could get to know you a little bit better. So thank you for coming out and doing that today. Thank you so, for having me. Anytime. And I wanted to know, you know, the big question is, you're the superintendent of schools. What is it that you do on a daily basis? Wow. You know, that's a great question. Uh, first of all, the daily basis starts on a Sunday, and it goes from Sunday through Saturday. It starts at around 6 a.m. in the morning and goes sometime until 11 or 12 at night, and it wakes you up at 2 a.m. in the morning. And so that 2 a.m. wake-up could be about a budget issue. Uh, so as a superintendent, um, I employ approximately 3,300 employees working with the board. I know that they're dependent upon myself and the board to make sure that they have a job. And so I've got to make sure that we're being a good steward of taxpayers' dollars. But I can't stop there because my primary responsibility is making sure that our students receive a quality education. I'm very competitive. And it's important to me that if we're going to compel students to come to school, we owe them the very best and nothing but the best. And so I'm trying to make sure that, we, that our instruction is sound and that we're offering rigorous assignments and that we... Uh, aligning what we offer with current jobs as well as future jobs. And, and, and in addition to that, I'm trying to make sure we have the best facilities. I'm trying uh, to make sure that we are a viable partner with communities, um, just to name um, a few. Uh, but my passion as a superintendent is being an advocate for our children. Um, I, have, I work with uh, and responsible for close to 20, uh, 26,600 students. Um, and I consider every student to be my child. Uh, and I pride myself in being an ambassador. So no one can do right or do wrong by my children. I love yeah. that. So over close to 30,000 people depend on you. Yes, ma'am. 24-7. Yes. So Sunday morning to Saturday night. So there's, there's no day off. You, you can't go into the restaurant. You can't go shopping. You can't get on an airplane flying out of the country. You can't go to a football game. You can't go into a church. Um, you, everywhere you go, uh, there is this three degrees of separation. Some say it's six. I think it's a little bit less <laughs> than that. But I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I enjoy the relationships. I enjoy when people come up to me and they say, you know, I'm proud that you're in Douglas County. I like the direction the school system is going. The community has been very supportive. But, yes, it is a full-time job. And my, my family is very supportive. They are accustomed to having dinner without me. Uh, because someone has a question or they want to engage in a conversation yeah. and they realize that's a part of the job and so yeah. they're very supportive. I love yeah. that because it truly takes a lot as far as you're a community leader. Yes. You're well known. There's 30,000 people with questions. And a ideas. A lot of questions yes. and ideas. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. But you know one thing I didn't realize was that we're actually the seventh largest school system in the state of Georgia. That is major. You know, I didn't realize that 
our school system was as large as it was compared on a statewide level. And I was pleased to see that our graduation rates last year were up to about 87.5%. When is it five, five high schools five that high we schools. have in the county? So I was really pleased with the numbers, being a Douglas County resident, having five children that have gone through the school system myself. You know, and so I was really pleased to look at the numbers. And I, I wanted to thank you for your leadership role in that and, you know, being instrumental in making that happen. But you've been a leader in the community many years because you served as the county commissioner in Carroll County. So how long were you a county commissioner there? Uh, 25 years. Wow. I was a county commissioner 25 years, and I served as vice chairman of the board for approximately 20 of the 25 years while I was present um, in Carroll County. And you were always an educator? Always an educator. Okay. I started out as a custodian. I went from a custodian to a paraprofessional, from a paraprofessional to a teacher, teacher, administrative assistant, administrative assistant, principal, principal, HR. Uh, so I did a little bit of everything uh, prior to coming to Douglas County. Wow. So with doing, having all those different tasks, did that give you a different lens and appreciation for each level of leadership? It, it is, it's, it's my favorite um, talking point. When I was in Carroll County, uh, or working for the city of Carrollton, I had to do everything. So I was over HR, and I had an assistant. And so we took care of pretty much all the HR needs. And we had one payroll person. In Douglas County, we have a department. So because I had to do so much, that made me very knowledgeable with HR. And so you didn't just do HR, you had to wait on the budgeting process as well. So I became very familiar with the budgeting process. Um, whereas in Douglas County, my finance department was probably larger than the district office uh, in Carrollton. Wow. And so I think, and just for those who live in Douglas County, the myth is you don't want to hire someone from a small school district. And that's correct, incorrect. Because a small school system has to do more, they're bringing more knowledge with them. All the things I learned from a small school district now I get to have dialogues with my departments in lieu of my departments telling me what I should or should not do. Uh, and so I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. That's awesome. Yes, Thank you for sharing that yeah. and sharing that perspective because you don't think about that. We were, we, were, we were having a conversation with a friend of mine. He's a new superintendent from Beaufort. And he came from Cobb County. Cobb is a large, large district. Mm -hmm. And he's in shock because he's having to do more. In Cobb, he didn't have to. So his learning curve is steep. You would think because he came from large Cobb, it was going to be easier for him. It's more difficult for him to transition than it was for me. Uh, and it was just completely the opposite. Yeah. Well, I, I applaud you for sharing that. And I know you've been with the school system for about two years now, right? That's you right. came to us in, in 2017. And we have amazing programs. Yes. You know, I'm a big cheerleader for the programs that we have in our county because I've experienced them firsthand. But some of the programs that we have, the IB program at Douglas County High School, STEM at Lithia, I mean, all of the different high schools have, you know, AP options. And we have an amazing program that is close to my heart with being bilingual, which is the dual, dual immersion. immersion program at Beulah. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Our, our dual immersion is considered the best in the state. And so when the state's trying to figure out how to grow other programs, they come to your community. Douglas County love it. for guidance. When I talk to people and, and I say, 
uh, talk about what we offer in Douglas County. Our IB program is phenomenal. Our AP offerings, they are phenomenal. Our CCI school is phenomenal. But there are two programs that I think will pay dividends uh, short-term as well as long-term, and that is our dual enrollment and our dual immersion. And dual immersion is where we take kids in kindergarten, and the goal is for them to be fluent in Spanish as well as English by the time they leave the elementary school. Wow. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, it's, an, it's, 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 it's an awesome program, and they both are. Now tell me about we have a um, we have the dual enrollment and then we have the immersion program. So tell us a little bit about the dual enrollment program also. The, the dual enrollment is where a student can take college classes when they're in high school. Last year we had two students to graduate from high school with an associate degree, and every year our goal is to increase that number. We have 542 students participating in dual enrollment. We have students going to Georgia State. We have students at Georgia Highlands. We have students at the University of West Georgia. We have students at the Technical College. Um, and over 500 of those. And to put that number into perspective, there are some high schools that uh, they don't have 500 high school students. And so we take pride and say we have over 500 in dual enrollment. We have students who entered their college year as a freshman with the credits of a sophomore. Some are first, uh, first, first semester sophomore and some are second semester so sophomore. So we are excited about it. And here's what we do that most communities don't do. This is what makes Douglas County special. When I was in Carrollton, we wanted to do dual immer immersion. We couldn't because transportation is expensive. In Douglas County, we pay for that. So we transport our students to their, uh, to their colleges. Uh, and so, uh, so we're excited about that. Yes, ma'am. Awesome that. program. Awesome. That's wonderful. And so that's an amazing program for the students, but also for the parents, because when the children are launching and they're going off to college, they already have two years under their belt. They're better prepared, have a higher success rate. Yes. So at the end of the day, it's not just for the student, but it's for the community as a whole, because it, it supports the family I, also. I have two daughters, one at the University of Memphis, one is a rattler at, uh, in Tallahassee, Florida A&M. And we didn't have dual enrollment. And so I'm having to pay for all four years. So, yes, dual enrollment is beneficial for parents uh, as well as students. I love that. And, and it helps us as well because in an indirect way, it reduces our class sizes. And so when we fund students, we fund them as if every student is going to show up. Uh, but in reality, with 500 plus students not being in the building, that reduces our class sizes as well. So it's a benefit for the school as well, in addition to the student portion. So it's a win all around. All around. Uh, mm -hmm. Now tell us, so you're a published author also. I am. And so the name of your book is Forensic Leadership. Yes. So you, can you tell me a little bit about your book and kind of the concept behind it, what it came to be, how it came to wow. be? You know, I was, an, I was an elementary school principal. Uh, and something happened when I was an elementary school principal that shook my world. Okay. Uh, it, it caught me off guard. I pride myself. When you grow up in the projects and you grow up being poor, you, you, a natural training is to be prepared for anything because you don't know when it's going to occur. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be mentally, physically prepared. Mm -hmm. So all my life, I, I prided myself on being prepared. When I was a principal, something happened that shook my world. Uh, and I couldn't rebound from it quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 
I, I shared the story that when my dad passed, I saw it coming, and so I didn't cry. Uh, I, I mourned, but I didn't cry. When my children were born, I cried and they were tears of joy. When this happened, uh, it brought me to tears. Um, and I get a little e emotion thinking about it now. And I couldn't figure out at that time why. But I knew that I didn't want it to happen again. And so I had to do some soul searching to figure out how did this young man who made it out of the projects, who was the first of his family uh, to do all of these things, how, is it, how was it that this allowed it to occur? And what I realized was I didn't do it by myself. Society failed me. Uh, I bought into some untruth, uh, and it set me up for failure. And I didn't want my daughters to experience that. Society lied to me. They told me that if you were a pastor, that I could trust you. And that's not true. They should have said, well, preachers are good, but you need to always try to identify which ones are and which ones are not. They told me that t all teachers were good. And that's not true. And when I went back over my life, I realized that I was issuing what I call blank checks of trust. And I was hurt because someone that I trusted and I allowed to be in my inner circle, they betrayed that trust at a level that I couldn't tolerate. And I didn't want my daughters to be hurt because people told me to articulate my trust. And so forensic leadership was in one part telling my daughters, you cannot trust everybody. Please don't make the mistake your dad did. But another part was that um, I, when I was a child, I wanted to be the president of the United States of America. That was my, that was my childhood goal. Okay. And, and I worry about our country. I worry about the world. And so part of it was we've got to have leaders who are skilled and who are willing to lead with courage. And so I wanted my daughters to lead with, with courage. Uh, the Bible says to fear no one but God. But we have a lot of leaders who are fearful of everything but God and they make bad decisions. So forensic leadership is all of that wrapped up in a book. Wow. Um, that is powerful. Uh, it was, um, and thank you for sharing that. Uh, That's major. Uh, that was, I don't like to rethink that. Um, yeah. But thank you for actually being obedient yeah. and writing the book. And through that, it sounds like healing came. Yes, absolutely. So thank you I was at that. peace when I completed it. That's wonderful. I, I was nervous. Uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, they got lucky and won the lottery. Um, and their family said they were going to pay for the publishing of my book. And even with that, I was a little nervous about printing and publishing because I knew that once again, I was going to be opening myself up. Uh, to others reading and, and weighing in. Um, but at the most prayer, I decided to go ahead with the publishing. I'm thankful that yeah. you did. That's wonderful. Now, transparency, right? We talk about transparency. Um, part of the book was you being transparent. But you're also transparent in, in the school system sense, because I know you put out a report every year as far as our standard of excellence. Could you share a little bit about that? You know, I... Sometimes I, I get frustrated because I don't want anyone to have to ask me to be transparent. That is a goal of mine. I have nothing yeah. to hide. And my, my wife says I'm too transparent. Yeah. And, and I think she's right. Uh, I want to get it right. 
you know, we do an, uh, an annual report every year. And one of our debates was, you know, in Douglas County, the demographics are changing. And so my leadership staff, we debated, do we include the demographics or not? And for me, it was a no-brainer. We are who we are as a community. And as a proud homeowner and a resident of Douglas County, I love the diversity in Douglas County. And so in our annual report, we try very hard to be transparent. I am an open book. If You, you may not like the answer, uh, but you know, if you haven't read our annual report, we have it online for anyone to read it. And if you think that there's something missing, email us. We will look at whether or not it's appropriate, and we will add it. Uh, so transparency is important to me. And everyone has access to this information? Yes, ma'am. It Just is online, and mm -hmm. you can get it uh, paperback at our office, and we have some at all of our high schools. Okay. And we do it. We update it every year. Wonderful. We want to get it right. Okay. We want people to choose Douglas County not because of your zip code. We want you to partner with us because we are trying very hard to get it right, and I'm confident that if you partner with us, we can continue to improve in that area. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for sharing that. You're I welcome. appreciate you taking the time out of your 24-7 schedule to come and meet with us today so that our community t could get to know you a little bit better. Well, so I'm so I, thankful. I, I'm excited. I feel like a millennial <laughs> because I get to participate in a podcast. Uh, so, no, thank you for having me. I'm okay. excited. Anytime. And so, Deville Buzz, Diane here, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. We are actually going to have my co-host, Miss MJ, come and meet with us and tell us all the amazing things going on in Deville. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having I, me. I really appreciate you coming in, gracing us with your presence. First of all, I do want to also give him a shout out. He has an amazing program. His kids work here every Tuesday and Thursday right. for the special needs. And so they learn every aspect of, you know, what it is to be on a job and this is going on year two or three, yes, yes. right? And That's so right. we are so. First year here, we partnered on that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I want to at least be able to tell you thank you for that because I think that's the kind of things that we need to see from our superintendent it's not just about servicing the kids on campus but also getting them very much engaged and we know a lot of times the special needs groups get get left behind and you've made it a priority so let's give them a shout out let's give them a shout out yeah we gotta liven up in here we can't be dead in here today okay we need some life when miss gwen is in the house we gotta have some life right miss gwen Miss Gwen! Miss Gwen! Okay. Anyway, let me tell you about what's happening um, this week in Douglasville. Kind of focused on the weekend activities um, to give you time to prepare. Today is Tuesday. Um, so don't forget September Saturdays. This, this is the last one that's happening on the 28th at the courthouse. I believe Diane did go live this past week. It was an amazing, um, I guess, event that you guys participated. We actually were there providing the food for Commissioner Kelly and that whole crew. So it was a great event. So shout out to um, the county for putting on an amazing event and don't forget to miss it this Saturday. Okay, how many people like to shoot cameras? Okay, we got a camera person in the house. Um, don't forget to miss out. If you want to learn a little bit more about how to take photos, you can check out the free mini camera workshop that's happening at the Douglas Center Conference Center um, this Saturday as well as at 8.30 from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Please don't forget to check it out if you want to learn a little bit more about shooting. Um, also, um, another amazing event that's happening this weekend from 11.30 to 1.30 p.m. on the 28th is the Al, I don't know if I'm always saying this right, 
um, Diane, Alpaca Haven Yoga. Alpaca Haven Yoga. Yoga. I don't know what it is, but it sounds real good, but you need to check it out, right? (laughs) Um, It's going to take place on their farm um, at the Alpaca Haven Farm. Um, I guess they're going to do some sort of yoga exercise, all different types of yoga exercises. One of the things we try to do with this part of the show is introduce more things for people to check out. And so we're excited about being able to introduce that as well. Um, Queendom is back. How many queens in the house? We got a lot of queens in the house. Um, um, Amazing event on this Saturday. Um, We do it every other month here at um, the Blue Rose. This time we're doing with Lady Pearl. She is not only an amazing author, but she also has an amazing program for young girls on modeling and etiquette and all of that. And so we have awesome speakers that are going to be participating in that this Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. So we have a lot going on this weekend. Decided to keep it very much to the point um, for this weekend to get you prepared. But definitely thank you so much, Superintendent, for joining Lady Di. And I, Lady Di, do you have any special tips for us today? I have a tiny, a tiny tip for you. you. I, I want you to know I tried that spider thing. And it's how's it working it's out? It's a bomb. Yeah. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. Peppermint oil and Peppermint water. Peppermint oil. spiders away. So listen, if it can, comes Ooh. from Lady Di, it definitely works. If you got some spider issues, get that peppermint oil, put it in that. I got a big bottle. I told you I was going to get a big bottle. It just went spray crazy. But anyway, what's our tidy tip for the day? Tidy tip for the day. I am a big coffee drinker, probably excessive coffee drinker. And so in your coffee mug, sometimes you get stains inside them, and you could throw them in the dishwasher, and the stains are still in there. Super easy. Toothpaste. It's wow. non-toxic. You put yeah. it on your a toothbrush, preferably that you use. You know, in your kitchen only, not like, you know. But um, you put a little toothpaste on it, and you just brush out the end of the inside of the coffee cup. This way you don't have to use bleach or anything like that toxic, and it actually takes all the stains out. So wow. coffee or big tea drinkers also, you know, we stain up all the mugs. Makes wow. sense. If you yeah. don't take the stain off your tea, it should take it out. Hey, you <laughs> I know that there's some other things that we want to announce. We do have some special shout-outs for folks that are in the room. Absolutely. Um, we see Lisa in the house. She's getting ready for November the 9th, which is her amazing. What does it tell us a little bit about it? I know that we're both working on that thing, right? Yes, yes, we're both working on it. Um, Lisa James, she is in the house, and she's putting together a walk up on November 9th in downtown Douglasville. All of the details are being kind of set up and worked out now, so we'll be announcing that on future podcasts. So we're excited about that. We have Miss Rosie Holly, which she has the luncheon team coming up on October 5th at the Milltown Bremen Music Hall. Uh, we have our uh, knockout cancer event going on at the mall, our replace mall, October 27th. We are doing a fundraiser for cleaning for cancer patients. And we are also trying to break Mark Cuban's record of the most amount of people um, playing knockout basketball. So we're trying to break a Guinness Book of World Records. We're doing things in deep. Amen, amen. We're making it happen. We're making it happen. So we have a ton of things going on. Amen, amen. Listen, um, I don't know if you want to mention anything else that's coming up. I know October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You so know, I'm, I'm sure you got your teachers like all engaged. You right? know they're all engaged, but I, I just had an, uh, a connect. I made a connection. Okay. I, I remember when she reached out to me about Amen. bringing our students. Amen. Uh, and last year I had my first superintendent's gala, and it was to pay for the students. 
so that when they're going out in the community, Amen. they have these awesome experiences. Amen. So last year we raised around fifty thousand. Wow. And we were able to give teachers. We are. This is a good and bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm excited to share that we're doing the superintendent's gala again. Okay. Uh, and the bad is it's sold out. Wow. Uh, are, we invi- are we invited? <laughs> Of course. Okay. Of course. We're gonna go live from there. That would be a great idea. Ah. We should talk. We should talk. Yeah. Yes. You know, so I'm I'm excited because that gala is helping to fund my students with special needs when they're out in the community and they're having their positive social experiences. Yes. And so it's just Love amazing that. how it started with a conversation that you and I had. Amen. Uh, Amen. And we replicated it and so it's just it's amazing how things uh work well when they, when we come together. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well thank you so much, Superintendent. Um uh, I don't know That's if there's anything. Ah, uh, oh, there's something coming. We see the taskmaster. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> so every um, show we try to highlight a new item. This might be a little cold now though because we've been waiting. But um, this is the avocado tartar, tartarn, and it basically has avocado, our fresh homemade um, tomato jam. Have you ever heard of tomatoes becoming jam? Well, we do it here, and everyone loves it. Um, topped with um, an amazing over easy egg, and you'd love over easy eggs. I so I'll let you guys just egg. sample Thanks. it. Now, you do do the eggs, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I don't do meat, so I'm just, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Might is be a little beautiful. Cold. Oh my gosh, that's. This is the best part about the Devil Buzz <laughs> podcast <laughs> is the taste testing. How is it? So let me tell you. <laughs> So, when you when you bite into it, the egg is crisp enough so that you can taste it. Amen. But it's runny enough so that you can taste the blend. The preservatives oh are sweet, uh, but you know that it's not a jelly. And the toast, it isn't burnt. It's soft but brown. And so when oh all God. of the... Oh, you cook? You cook? I love to eat. Listen, I, 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 I need another chef around here. This awesome. Is, this is good. Amen. Amen. And just enough guacamole to just, oh, this is. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed, and we are so excited to have you once again. And I'm going to take it to turn it over to my co-host to officially see us out. But don't forget to follow us on the Deville Buzz. Absolutely. Diane Daniel and MJ coming to you live from the Blue Rose Art Bistro. Thank you so much for joining us again for a live broadcast. And we will see you next week. Next week, our guest is Jennifer Rogers with Extreme Images. Wow. Come out and join us and and meet her. It should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. She is amazing. And they make a lot of the signs that you see all around Douglasville and some national brands also. So come out and join us and meet her and meet another influencer in the community. And once again, Superintendent Norris, thank Thank you you so much. much. Thank you. It was amazing. Thank you. You know, just your transparency, your love for children, you are truly a servant leader, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Amen, amen. Thank you you so much. See you next week. See you next week. This is good. It's a little cold, I know. This is good. (laughs) Mm. This this is good. We're good. It was delicious. Oh, we need a picture? Mm. Without, like, egg?